Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there, lovey Lou. Do you have a fear of intimacy? Do you put up your hands to block others from attempting to connect with you more deeply? And maybe maybe it's not literally, you know, physical hands, but um, energetically, you're putting up walls. And do you cringe like I witnessed my mother do to my happy-go-lucky dad throughout my parents' entire marriage? When I'd see my dad try to embrace my mother and she'd quit, cringe and put up her hands. How does the energy of witnessing this type of behavior affect you? Especially as a child. What thoughts and negative associations do you think something like this creates? What kind of impressions form in the belief system of us as young children? But what if you stop to consider what's really going on and discover the root behind a lifetime of cringing, fearing, and rejecting intimacy? Is it something that came out of an experience or something you inherited from others or witnessed from others? And what if you understood the true nature of intimacy and why it's an ally or really a friend in consciousness to be chosen and embraced? Welcome to another episode of your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast, And this week's 1001 Ways to Being of Higher Consciousness called Conquering the Fear of Intimacy, Choosing the Higher Power and Friend that it is, is today's topic. But before I get into today's topic, my name is Liz Garcia, 
I'm your happy host of your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast. I'm also the founder and editor-in-chief of the MindBodySpiritNetwork.com, which brings you this podcast. My intention with these 1001 ways is to introduce you to higher forms of being so you can align yourself and your energy fields with higher power, higher authentic power, and truth. And you don't need 1001 ways. According to Dr. David R. Hawkins and Consciousness Research, when you apply diligently and consistently just one of these 1001 ways I share with you, it's powerful enough to shift your entire life's trajectory. And Dr. Hawkins' go-to way of being was kindness to all living things. And kindness is the energy of 220 on the map of consciousness. And with this um, digital application of this way of being, Dr. Hawkins reached enlightened states as high as 1,000 on the map of consciousness, which is super rare in this world. So let's get to today's topic on 1001 Ways to Being of Higher Consciousness this week. Now, before I share today's calibration of the energy of intimacy, I want to share what I discovered from my mother's sister about my mother's life after she passed. And if you recall, at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned I witnessed my mother cringing and warding off my dad from wanting to connect with her. And But before I do share that, I want to share that I too was shown in a clairvoyant image a flash of what happened to my mother when she was growing up. And clairvoyance is the ability to see images in your third eye. So between your two eyes, there's something called your third eye. And I'll get flashes of images when I'm just like, if I have a question I ask, especially when I wake up I can or ready to go to sleep, I can ask a question and I'll get a flash of an image which is can tell an entire lifetime story in a flash. It's amazing that you can understand what that image means really quickly when you connect to it. So, and clairvoyance is the energy of 605. So that's enlightened energy. As long as any type of personal will or individual will about the question is out of the way of it. Because otherwise you can get some, some image that is perhaps misguided or doesn't hold truth. So in any event, I got an image, a flash of an image that told me my mother was sexually abused in some form when she was younger. And I was in a heightened state at the time when I received it, so I kind of forgot about it and didn't think about it until after my mother passed and during her memorial service. I don't know how the topic came up, but my aunt validated this that she, her her older sisters, including my mother, were abused by my grand by a grandfather and uncle. I'm not sure what what grandfather. Well, I didn't know her grandfather. I knew my her parents, right? So anyway, her, her one of her grandfathers and uncles 
were abusing the girls. And I don't know to what extent, but I saw the image of it. And then my aunt validated it. And then a whole aha came to me like, now I understand why my mother was always cringing and flinching and putting her walls up, putting the walls up energetically. Don't touch me. You know, there was fear of intimacy going on for a good reason. And under, you can understand now why people um, could be this way. And I, I picked it up from her for sure. Everyone in my family did. I can see it in the energy of it in everyone in my family. And this week I'm ready to address it because when the calibration of intimacy came through, I'm like, oh my God, I choose that in my life. I'm done with the walls and rejecting it. It doesn't make sense. It's not alignment with higher consciousness and higher truth and a more meaningful um, life. So when you see someone you know cringing from attempts at intimacy from another, consider the fact that you don't have the full perspective of it. You don't have the eagle's eye view of what's really going on there. And... um, you certainly don't know what the intention of it is from the level of spirit either. Like we all come into this world from spirit and the higher aspects of ourselves come here for a purpose. And a part of the purpose could be to transcend these experiences that we have. And for me, it's like, okay, it's time to transcend a lifetime of lack of intimacy or rejecting intimacy um, and really start to choose it as an ally and a friend because of the energy of it. So um, the calibration of intimacy came across my desk from consciousnesscalibrations.com. And I knew I wanted to share because it's worthy of choosing it. And the energy is an ally and a friend to all of us. And it doesn't have to do solely with sexual intimacy though many of us suffer from this, for sure. And healers I've come across said most of us have walls up in the second chakra, which is the receiving of intimacy and receiving of anything. We got walls up. So, um, But when you understand that there are many forms of intimacy, which we're going to go to later in the podcast, It can create the bridge to sexual intimacy, authentic love, and meaningful connection, which likely at some level we all would choose if the fear would get out of the way. We would remove the fear from it and just simply step into the courage to choose it. So let's start with the impersonal energy field of intimacy. And I got to say, just now while I was creating this script, The song Higher Love from Steve Winwood came to me, where he he sings, Bring me a higher love. Where's that higher love I keep thinking of? So if you go and read the lyrics, I highly recommend it. It's really going to start stirring things in you. And um, it did with me. (laughs) I've even started to get a little weepy reading the the words. I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes. I'm saying yes to it. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. And and what's interesting is that intimacy is a higher love and truth and consciousness 
for sure, regardless of your perception of it. So um, according to consciousnesscalibrations.com, intimacy calibrates at 470 on Dr. Hawkins' map of consciousness or 10 to the 470th power. This is huge. It holds significant power and truth in consciousness. And remember, most of the pl- the planet calibrates below 200, right? The whole planet. This is to say you do and I do, and most of the United States is typically of higher consciousness, but still, 470 is a rare energy field, and um, you're going to understand why in just a minute, even more. So... Uh, so let's go. So at 470, intimacy is a true friend for sure, the energy of it. Fear of intimacy at 100 is not. It's the the uh, energy field of 100. You're swimming in a pool of punishment and victimhood. And what I like to say is do the math, choose differently. Do you really want to fear intimacy or like, you know, it's, and I don't like to demonize the ego and Dr. Hawkins would tell you the same thing, but you may want to look at the egoic, the nature of the ego wants to keep you down and punish you because it's the juice of the ego that keeps this lower consciousness alive on this planet. So you're giving your power away to fear. And do you really want to do that? I'm talking about giving away the power the other day. You don't want to give away, give away power to this when you can choose something else. So on this topic, I always like to share other things that are swimming in this pool of consciousness known as 470. What else can you find in this? And I got to say, the things I've found are unusual. And it's no surprise because 470 is a rare level of consciousness in general, right? It's not really of this world for most of us. So, but here's like a a ray of hope. If you're choosing intimacy, which is a higher level and courageous, but intelligent and rational choice, how do you know you're successful at choosing it, right? How do you get out of your way? And just allow that choice to come, to, to pull you, pull you to it. And that's where my metaphor for the swimming pool comes in really handy. So I want you to imagine this ginormous attractor field, or even easier to imagine, is a magnet of the energy field of 470. It's huge. It's like gravitational almost gravitational in nature, especially in consciousness. Look at it that way. It's like gravity pulling itself to you to keep you grounded in a higher a higher way. So what what I'm suggesting, and this is what I did when I found it, it says I choose you choose intimacy. So I said I choose intimacy as a way of being to stick on my list of rules to live by. I choose intimacy because it's a power play in consciousness. So essentially what I've done is if you consider a compass, I've just set the compass towards this gravitational pull in consciousness, a powerful one at 470, 
right? It's way more powerful than fear. It's going to immediately start bringing you towards it. Fear will fall by the wayside, right? Fear is nothing at 100. It's like a, 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 a gnat that's irritating. It's like, look at it that way. Like, like swipe the gnat out of your way and let's, you know, set the ship and the compass to this 470 field. Like, hello, sign me up. So this is a, a tip for wondering if any of these list of rules to live by that I share with you every week, how do you know? that you're heading in that direction, right? So for this one, you got to start paying attention to what's showing up. And there's not a lot of calibrations of 470s that are easy to share, but I'll do my best to do it. So when I go to consciousnesscalibrations.com, I'll search on the energy field of 470 and see what shows up. So what's how do you know that you're being attracted by the field? So I'm going to give you um, a couple of examples of things that are in the same swimming pool of four, as 470. So this is interesting. When you are willing to accept that it's enough just to exist, you don't have to do anything all the time. It is true at 470 that it's enough just to exist. That's it. You are enough, period. And if you're willing to accept that, that's a sign that you're headed in this field. You're headed in this direction, willing to accept that this is true. If you analyze your dreams as a spiritual practice, this is the same energy. This is something you can do to add to your intention to choose. Like you have a dream and you're like, huh, I think I'll analyze that dream as a spiritual practice. Not to overthink it, though. Just to observe it and say, what do I think this dream is trying to tell me? That's the energy of 470 and the energy of intimacy, by the way. So here's a workaround. Fear of intimacy is to align, like, attract these other things that are the same energy. And then that fear of intimacy is going to dissolve itself because you're you're coming into this pool. Okay, here's some other things. I don't know if you ever heard of Dr. Jordan Peterson. He has a lot of videos on YouTube. He's a brilliant, um, I think he's a psychologist. I'm not, he might be a psychiatrist. In any event, if you're attracted to some of his videos, uh, they are high energy. And there was one in particular, I don't know which one it was, but likely most of his videos are in the 470s. So there's another way to bring yourself into this attractor field so that intimacy becomes easier for you. You become better aligned with it. Here's one that I love, Mount Rushmore. I love Mount Rushmore. I visited it. I felt the love for it and the the appreciation and, um, I don't know, the awe of it all. Love Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Here's another thing that I read when I was younger, and it's the Seth books by Jane Roberts. This is a very unusual field, let me tell you. You're kind of, um, when you read these books, she's, she's Seth is describing higher consciousness and non-physical spiritual dimension type of stuff. So if you're attracted to those or if you read them in the past, which I did when I was young, which is kind of interesting, 
And this um, statement, if you believe in your heart that people are innocent until proven guilty, if you already have that understanding and belief, you've you've already have the feel, the 470 in your awareness already. And lastly, if you love the music of Frank Sinatra, Diana Krall, Harry Connick Jr. and Eric Clapton, same energy, 470. And it's another funny thing to point out. I used to have this beautiful home furnishing store in um, Boston's Back Bay, and I played Frank Sinatra and Harry Connick Jr. all the time. Just interesting to point out. It's in your field somewhere. So just pay attention to when these things show up. It's super interesting. And again, this is not your everyday swimming pool at all. This is a pool of excellence, mastery, and seeking the truth about things. This is higher consciousness. So um, that's why I personally said, I am, hey, sign me up. I did the math. I choose intimacy. And I'm going to allow that ginormous attractor field to pull me to it, to inform my decisions, right? If you think about consciousness as a lava lamp, that powerful attractor field is, I'm going to respond differently to things, right? I'm going to make different choices at those high levels. So I don't want to spend, this is going to turn into a longer um a longer podcast than I intended, but I think there's some good topics here worth covering. And then I'm going to do a blog post about it that will really extend it and maybe even do a short little book on it would be helpful as well. Because this is something in our heart of hearts, we all want intimacy in our lives in all different types of relationships. So the first the first section is talking about vulnerability and overcoming the fear of intimacy. So let's dive into what can be a challenging but rewarding part of our lives, overcoming the fear of intimacy. I mean, I just told you, fear is 100. You're swimming in a pool of victimhood and punishment. Like, hello, it's like an irritating gnat. Let that one go. Now, you might be wondering, why should I embrace vulnerability? Isn't it safer to keep my walls up? Well, I know, uh, what's her name, Brene Brown talks a lot about vulnerability and shame and stuff like that. Vulnerability is a power play in consciousness, really. So while it might feel safe, it can and also will lead to a life of isolation and missed connections. If you fear intimacy, you're going to miss out on things. So let's decide to choose to embark on this journey together where we learn to embrace vulnerability and overcome those fears, right? Embracing vulnerability is stepping into courage. And again, courage at 200 is the doorway to higher consciousness and true empowerment. So an important question for you all is, have you ever felt the fear of getting close to someone in a relationship? And what steps did you take to overcome it? Right? Think about that. You can even um, include it in comments below the podcast wherever you're listening to this and engage in conversation with other podcast listeners. And it really helps to see what we all have in common. Right? We all have these, we have everything in common, many things in common. Let's talk about it and break free from this lower pool of consciousness. 
So what is vulnerability? It gets a bad rap as something negative, something to be avoided, likely because it requires courage. But really, it's just the act of opening ourselves up to uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. This, again, is courage. This is the doorway to higher consciousness. It's a requirement. And if you just accept that you can do it, this is the can-do attitude energy of Nike, just do it, then you'll break free from these lower traps of consciousness. And it's really about letting someone see us for who we truly are, words and all, and that we can down, and that can downright be, it can be scary for sure. But letting go of fear is more fun, and it's freeing. When you step into courage, well, I'm talking about freedom. You've entered the doorway to freedom. So there's a link between vulnerability and intimacy. And why does it matter? Why is vulnerability so important when it comes to intimacy? Well, without it, intimacy can't exist. They're like a pair. It's kind of interesting. Like it's the yin and the yang. And when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we open the door to deeper connections with others because you're allow, inviting others to be vulnerable with you as well. This is called intimacy. Sharing each other's vulnerabilities and working things out together. And when we let people see our true selves, it can lead to stronger, more meaningful relationships. And what you're doing here is you're breaking down the walls. And many of us have built up walls to protect ourselves from emotional harm. And if you listen to my um, podcast with Linda Armstrong about your heart wall, we all have them. 93% of us have a heart wall. (laughs) You'll understand that they exist. And it's helpful to go through releasing the heart wall or having some type of, you know, understanding the emotion code, the body code, and now the belief codes. When you do a couple of these sessions, you're going to be enlightened by, okay, you can stop scrutinizing and punishing yourself for being the way you are and come to understanding that there are hidden determinants in your consciousness you'd never have any awareness of. So in any, in any event... Going through a heart wall session with an emotion code, uh, certified emotion code, body code, belief code practitioner can be super helpful to help you to break free and step into courage. So um, you got to break down walls to it. And I do love to, I just had a belief code, I just had my first belief code session with Linda Armstrong yesterday. And she's just starting to get certified in this. She's already certified in the emotion code and the body code. And she was like all gung-ho about the belief code. And she, she's an excellent calibrator and one who can help you break free and, and come into the awareness what's going on there. And we'll do some um, podcasts on the belief code after she gets certified. But we're doing practice sessions together. And it's freaking fascinating when you understand what's standing in your way. You'd never know it. And you can st- I can stop disparaging and judging myself for being the way that I am when I understand what blocks have been, what are the walls that have been up 
in some beliefs of mine. So um, let's move on to different types of intimacy because most of us think of, you know, physical sexual intimacy with others, uh, you know, with the love of your life, right? Your soulmate. That's what we, that's like the idealized version of intimacy. And um, if you're running lower consciousness and you're rejecting intimacy, you're not going to have that idealized version of intimacy with anybody. So, now that we understand the fear of intimacy and its implications, it's time to look into the, 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 divi- the diverse universe of intimacy itself. It's not just about, you know, uh, it, um, sexual intimacy and physical closeness. It's really a multifaceted bonding that transcends the physical realm and touches our emotions, intellect, and spirit. So there's a hint of the different types of intimacy that exist that you may want to choose like I have in all relationships. I choose intimacy for most of them, right? Why not? It's a higher power. Bring me the higher love, baby, like Steve Winwood would sing. So the first one is physical intimacy. And when we think of intimacy, often the first thing that comes to mind is physical. But it's much more than just a romantic connection or sexual activity, for sure. This involves any form of touch, from holding hands to a comforting hug. I mean, hugs are high vibe, for sure. I forget the number on that. I'll share it someday when I find it. But hugging is higher consciousness. Hug people when it's appropriate and it feels right. It strengthens the bond between two individuals. Physical intimacy expresses love, comfort, and security, playing a vital role in our overall well-being. So here's just some simple steps to start breaking down those walls. Is small acts of physical affection, you know, incorporate them into your daily routine, wherever it is appropriate, right? If you can give a coworker a hug, then have at it. If you can love on and listen to another, that's intimacy. Just not saying a thing, just listening listening is a form of connection and intimacy. And um, a goodnight kiss to your child or a hug for your child. Even that teenager that wants to cringe at your hugging, give them a hug anyway. <laughs> just so that they know you love them. And just, you know, you could do it real fast and they can't, they can't like throw up the hand because you got, you came up from behind them and gave them a big hug. Surprise them with it, in fact. The other type of, another type of intimacy is emotional intimacy. And this is about sharing your deepest fears, hopes, dreams, and experiences with someone else. It's about feeling safe and secure enough to reveal your authentic self knowing that you'll be accepted and loved unconditionally. There's people in your life that want this for you. They want to give it to you. Let them. Let them be a part of this. Open up to them more. And this type of intimacy um, fosters trust. Trust is a high vibration. I think trust is, shoot, what's trust? I know loyalty, well, trust might be around 310 or so. It's in the realm of willingness I believe so it's high vibe for sure whereas loyalty is like 360 and faith is 365 those are higher 
higher frequencies, higher consciousness. So trust is a great place to start, just trusting someone. It strengthens your relationships and promotes emotional well-being. When there's trust there, can't help. The pool of trust is high vibe. So this is interesting. I have a practical tip here, which is just repeating which, uh, what I just said, and that is practicing active listening, right? Try to understand and validate their emotions without judgment or advice. That's a good one. You know, judgment and giving advice. Let go of it unless they ask. This is great. This is something I really had to uh, embrace for myself is stop giving advice, even though I'm kind of doing that here. But you're coming here because maybe you're asking for it. And um, But I've learned to stop giving advice, listen more, and judge and give advice less. Just allow it to be present. And then if someone asks for it, then you can give the advice or insights or wisdom. Really, those are... Insights and wisdom is the energy that you want to align with, an intention when you help someone else. Okay, the next type of intimacy is intellectual intimacy. I understand this one. I'm a Gemini. I'm all about communication in the mind. I have a very active imagination, creativity, strategic stuff, and it's fun to share ideas and creativity with others. So, if you've ever had a stimulating conversation that seemed to connect your souls, you know what I'm talking about. It's called intellectual intimacy. And maybe we're having that together right here in this podcast. Some aspect of it, consciousness fascinates me, right? I love speaking about it. This is um, my having intellectual intimacy with the audience. Like, let's talk about this stuff. Let's Let's just see how interesting and fascinating this whole topic can be and how I can align with authentic power and truth and consciousness. So intellectual intimacy is about sharing ideas, beliefs, and knowledge and the joy of growing together through continuous learning. Hello! That's what this podcast feels like to me on my end. It contributes to mental stimulation and personal growth, adding depth to our relationships. And here's a practical tip on how you can uh, introduce intellectual intimacy. Is engage in thought-provoking conversations or activities that challenge your mind. Examples are book clubs, philosophical discussions, or even solving puzzles together can foster this type of intimacy. I like playing cards too. That's fun. So that's intimacy type number three. And the last one I'm going to share here today. Oh, no, there's, yeah, this is the last one I'm going to share is spiritual intimacy. We're sharing this as well here, by the way, gang. We're making connections. And I invite you to comment wherever you're listening to this podcast so we can make even deeper connect. Let's get intimate with each other to this extent, this type of intimacy is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about low-vibe stuff. I'm talking about high-vibe connection. So in, with spiritual intimacy, it's a shared sense of purpose, values, and meaning in life, right? I'm sharing that I care about 
the truth of things. And consciousness is vast, so between 200 and 1,000, there's a lot of truth to be had, right? And we can only take in, accept, and understand the truth at whatever level we're at. I don't understand, fully understand truth at 600 and above at all. I'm just, yeah, I'm just understanding the 500 levels of truth, right? I've experienced super high levels of consciousness at 600 and above, but did I understand them fully? Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> I was more uh, fearful of it to some extent. And that fear came from some sense of unworthiness, which is total baloney, but that's what I was that's what I was feeling at the time. So it may so spiritual intimacy may involve shared religious beliefs or simply a mutual understanding of life's deeper significance. And this type of intimacy contributes to a sense of unity and fulfillment. You're not alone. You're not alone in this world. You're fostering a deep connection beyond the physical world. So um, here's some practical tips on enhancing spiritual intimacy, and that's engage in spiritual practices together, like meditation, yoga, or prayer. Discuss your beliefs and values with your partner and friends and associates, and explore the larger questions of life together. And uh, I give you some great topics to consider every week, twice a week. There's things that could spark conversation and interesting shares with others like, oh, I chose this rule of list to live by. You you can just say, oh, my God, I just learned this way of being I love. It's easy for me to embrace. I'm going to go with it. You can share that with somebody else. You can share what you're starting to learn here. And um, certainly you can share what you're willing to let go of. Like, do the math, let it go. Like, don't get personally involved in some negative attractor field that you're that you're in right now. You just didn't know any better, and now you're going to choose better. You're going to make better choices. And let that giant attractor field of that higher consciousness pull you along. That's what it's going to do. It's going to pull you, and you don't have to dwell in the negativity of some lower level fear of intimacy as an example. So remember, all these types of intimacy are interconnected and often overlap. They contribute to a holistic well-being and enrich our lives in unique ways. So ask yourself, what types of intimacy do you value the most and how can you nurture them more in your life? And like I said earlier, I think I said it earlier, these types, other way, types of intimacy are going to build the bridge to the physical, sexual, intimate partnership you may be seeking in your life. That soulmate connection. That soulmate connection can be there, but you've got to remove the blocks to it and choose it. So um, that's all I really want to talk about today. It's getting long, and I'm going to just make this a blog post that goes deeper into intimacy. And um, I'm not sure when I'm going to write it. It's going to be somewhere down the line because I'm still I'm a few months back in my blog post writing because I don't write posts about everything. 
So um, that's it for today's 1001 Ways to Being of Higher Consciousness called Conquering the Fear of Intimacy, Chewing the Higher Power and Friendship that It Is. And there's, like I said, there's an entire book that can be written about this topic, but I'll start with a blog post somewhere down the line. And if you'd like to be informed when these blogs get posted, I'd recommend our mobile app that you can find on our homepage at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com at the top of the page. And you'll see um, icons where you can, or you can go straight to Google Play or the App Store on Apple and find the Mind Body Spirit Network. You can put it on your phone and then you can just check back on your app to see when posts come out and you'll see the most recent ones there. Or if you prefer email notifications, you can go to the homepage at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and you'll see a place where you can subscribe to our blog post that will be sent automatically into your email, to your email. And I write about two to four blog posts a week, and you can get notifications in those ways. And if you see a topic that doesn't interest you, just don't open it, right? You know, you're going to get a bunch of of emails, but you're going to find a lot of stuff is going to come across there that will interest you. I promise. So next week, it's Thanksgiving. So I need to take a break from new content and... I'm going to reshare two popular podcasts to help you align with and embrace the high vibe that Thanksgiving is. And the first one I'm going to share next Tuesday is called, How Can You Ensure a Happy, Harmonious Thanksgiving? Discover a powerful yet simple and effective technique to really um, intend and and launch yourself into a, a a fun and meaningful and loving Thanksgiving. That's a good one. And then the second one that you'll get on Thanksgiving Day in lieu of a 1001 Ways is called Happy Thanksgiving Consciousness Tips and Our Beloved Pets and Animal Consciousness. That's a fun one because I'm thankful for our animals and pets and it's good to know and embrace how meaningful pets and animals can be in our lives. So thank you for joining me. Have a lovely and meaningful Thanksgiving week. I'm a big cook, so I love to find recipes and cook up a storm. I'll be back with fresh and insightful podcasts the week after that. I'll see you then. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, 
those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast. Or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode. 